Hey guys, welcome to the You Make the Scene podcast. My name is Josh, and this is episode number 126. So this week on the show, I've got an awesome conversation. I know you guys are fucking tired of hearing me say that, but I only have awesome people on the show. So uh, <laughs> it just so happens that everyone that I have on the show is awesome. Um, but no, I've got a, an incredible conversation with Mike Sugars of the band Vatican. Um, we had a great time talking. We ended up having to reschedule. This happened you know, a couple weeks ago when I was uh, fighting... What I thought at the time was just a really bad sinus infection and found out, you know, a couple days later uh, that I was COVID positive for the second time. So, uh, you know, got through all that, rescheduled with Mike and had this incredible conversation. We talked a lot about um, the importance of building the right team around your band and the importance of having the right people surround you. Um, We talked a ton about the new album. Uh, which just dropped a couple weeks ago. It's called Ultra. It's out now via UNFD. Uh, So be sure that you head over, check it out. Um, It is hands down one of the coolest records you're going to listen to this year. Um, And it's just got this entirely um, unique vibe, uh, is how I'm going to word it. We obviously talk about that in this episode, but... Um, yeah, shout out to, to Mike for taking the time to do this and rescheduling with me. Uh, and hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Be sure that you listen all the way through because there are some really cool things that Mike talks about. So let's dive in. This is my conversation with Mike Sugars of the band Vatican. Uh, so to start things off, I do start with the same boring ass question every time though. That's the simple introduction, man. Who are you and what do you do? My name is Mike. I sing for the band Vatican from Savannah, Georgia. Awesome, man. So, um, you know, I, I was really excited to, to get a hold of you for this one. Uh, when the team got a hold of me and was like, Hey, you know, they've got a new album coming out. This is kind of what's going on. I'm like, you know, I'm a little bit familiar. Like I'd heard songs, but like I'd never dove into what you guys were about um and like over the last few weeks of of this uh or prep and whatnot like i'm so fucking stoked on what i've been able to uncover and be like fuck there's so much here um yeah you know you guys in the grand scheme of things of the music industry are relatively new but you're not new to playing music and you're not new to being in bands and stuff like that Talk a little bit about the history. Like, how did you guys become the entity that is Vatican? Yeah, I, I mean, you're definitely not wrong. Like, we've done other things before this band, or and I've been in other things before this band and stuff. Um, and, yeah, so, like, we're no stranger to, like, how this goes. Um, but, like, you know, before I was ever in band, I was uh, singing for a band called Church Tongue. We're from the Midwest and not very big or anything but um we're doing that and then uh, around october 2020 uh and it's like yo i like really kind of like like what you guys are doing um like are you busy do you plan it's like this is like 
you know, COVID shutdown era. So, like, no one knows 100% what everyone's doing or anything. Um, and I, I already liked the band before. So, I was like, yeah, uh, you know, let's go for it. So, um, once I joined the band, um, everything really kind of clicked. And I feel like, you know, like where we are now, you know, the record comes out tonight. Um, I, I think it was a, a little cosmic, even, perhaps. So um, that's definitely like kind of where I come in with the band. I know beforehand the band was uh, under a totally different name and like totally members, like kind of thing, like entirely different band altogether sort of right. thing. So um, and that was like back in like 2015 or something like that. So since then, getting to this point, it's like kind of crazy i think even coming as like a non-forming member into this just to where we are now like you know almost two years later i'm like that's kind of crazy yeah for sure and i i think that's the the beautiful thing about the music industry it's also probably one of the most frustrating that you know you could attest to is trying to figure out the puzzle pieces right figuring out who's who's the right fit what can we do with these different people but once you figure it out like the amount of fun that you guys get to have is unmatched yeah absolutely and i mean whenever i remember the first time i went down to try out and i was like really nervous um i was, re I was really nervous to like try out for the band and also like hang out uh because we didn't really know each other like prior like we like our bands had played one show together, maybe two tops, and that was a little nerve wracking. So I was like, "Fuck! Like, what if? What if? What if I get in? I'm like, these guys fucking hate me. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> like, we, like we're not having a good time or something like that." But no, I mean, like it really was like a perfect fit. Like there was a certain mesh that like kind of made this lineup like feel really special, even from like the first time hanging out so it, it and it can be hard but i'm sure the other guys can agree but like i've been in bands with people where i'm just like this is not a great fit like this is a right. hard thing to pull off with this other person it's very it's like it's super fragile but at the same time once you do actually like lock in and know that you're all like on the same team and on the same page and all want the same thing um then that's when it becomes like you know really strong and it's like yeah you're you're not this isn't gonna like fall apart easily at all kind of thing yeah and i think you know especially at the stage of life that we're all in now where it's like this isn't just a hobby anymore you know like this is what i want to do i want to pay my bills yes. by playing music like trying to get four or five six guys on board that can all say this is what we're gonna do can be really fucking tough it can it's really really tough I, I actually i remember whenever uh me and the guys were talking and this was like probably like a week before i flew down and like met everyone for the first time tom our guitar player he was just so direct with me and was straight up and was like i need you to tell me right now is this what you want and like listed it he's like this amount of touring, uh, th this amount of commitment, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, yep, it's exactly what I want. And he was like, I just have to ask. Like, I can't. <laughs> and I was like, no, yeah. I respect you asking because I know what to expect. 
Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, that may be one of those misconceptions for a lot of people as they get into bands is like, oh, yeah, I'm totally cool with touring until they start doing it and realize, oh, now, especially as you do the bigger tours, not this little weekend bullshit that's, you know, yep. I'm moving around the, the state. Like when you're actually out on the road and going, fuck, we're away from home six weeks in a row right now. Like that's a big deal. Yep. And like, you know, some, but like, I, I, I'm the only guy in Vatican that's married, but like, uh, so today I, I have my wife with me. We're playing in Columbus, Ohio, which I don't live here in Columbus, Ohio anymore, but like we did live here for quite a long time. So it was easy for her to say, I'm going to make a trip to Columbus so I can see you guys, but also see everybody else. So like until today, I haven't seen my wife in five and a half weeks. And, um, you know, that's hard. And, you know, the other guys are in their own relationships as well. And I know that they have their own, you know, stressors and things that affect them while they're gone. And um, those things can be really hard, especially if it's something that would help if you actually were home for those kinds of things happen all the fucking time. And um, they're like, they're they are extremely stressful and the other guys have to try and accommodate for that too whether that's um you know sending someone home uh like via plane or something i remember uh on the last day of our last tour uh our nolan our other guitar player his cat died so we flew yeah. him home like and it just is what it is like yeah um and it, it's hard it really is it's not the weekend bullshit and like you know we're on a full united states tour right now currently and um you know i i'm definitely thankful for the tour that we're on like this tour has been awesome there's a lot of people um like everyone on the on the whole package they're a great time to hang out with and like be around and like we're all having some good fellowship and stuff um but it's still stressful and it's still hard and also gas prices just keep going up so like <laughs> uh so that so that continues to hurt and you know put put us behind in certain ways and it's just like fuck dude like it's it's not easy it is fun and it is rewarding and there is return but it is hard and and it can, it will continue to be hard forever and i don't think it changes uh a lot depending on what level you get to i still think that those things are really hard yeah no i i totally agree i think the only like semi-cush gig that you can get is like when you get a residency in las vegas right like they're putting you up in a hotel sure i'm in one spot for a month whatever like it sucks but we're not struggling at all at that point but you know any level of touring you know Justin Bieber, for God's sake, you know, doing a world tour is still a fucking headache to do a world tour. Like, yep. yeah, he's making millions upon millions of dollars, and we all would love to be doing that. But at the end of the day, like, he's away from his wife. He's, you know, not around the people that he wants to be around or whatever. And yep. a lot of times that gets taken for granted, unfortunately. Yeah. And on even at that level, there's still a lot that gets put in to make any of those things happen so like you know if if justin bieber is making millions of dollars uh, i guarantee you he is putting 
hundreds of thousands into making any of those things happen. Oh. Um, and, you know, and he has a team just like every other band in the world has a team. Or, you know, if you if you want to take some of the biggest bands from our genre and be like, well, they make a bunch of money. I'm like, well, those are people who are my friends. And I guarantee you they are stressed out right now because they put a lot into this to make this one tour happen or whatever you know stuff like that like there is a lot that goes into it especially as you continue to grow and it uh it's not just fun there's certainly a lot of fun involved but it's not just fun it is it is at many times the most aggravating thing i've ever done in my life (laughs) for sure for sure and i think you know the the misconception i talk about all the time on this podcast is oh, well, you're signed to a record label, so it's not like it's coming out of your pocket. And it's like, well, but it is. Like, the record company might front the bill, but I have to pay them every fucking penny of that back. Yep, yep. And I have to do it within uh, a a certain amount of time. And uh, also, when that money runs out, your budget, it's uh, it's gone. So if you need it for other things, you're just shit out of luck. Like... And I've been on the receiving end of that more than once. And it just is what it is. You, you, you either adapt or figure it out, or maybe you don't figure it out. Um, but yeah, it, shit's hard. And it's definitely like the label stuff to, to me, like anytime someone's like, Oh, like, like I, I have friends that are like, not as like, you know, in tune with like, this kind of world and also what it looks like to be a band in this kind of world. And like, I have friends who will be like, well, you guys are like signed to like a dope label. Like you guys are good. Right. Like, you know, like you're doing good. I'm like, um, it, that all depends on me. Like it has nothing to do with them. And I always consider like whenever a band is like first signing to like their first reputable label, I'm like, cool. Now you're on the launching pad to success you are not in success yet you 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 are you are given the chance to succeed kind of thing yeah for sure and especially in a genre like you guys like radio is almost unattainable (laughs) right like there's just not a radio station really that is going to to play vatican now sirius xm things like that sure like there's that side of it now but like terrestrial radio there's not a lot of space for, for heavy music. No. And I think that's where that, you know, again, gets lost a lot of times as people assume, oh, well, you know, you're played on Sirius XM, so it must be all right. Well, that, that still doesn't mean anything. That means that Sirius XM paid the record company the rights to play our song. Like, we're not necessarily seeing anything off that. Yeah, like... I, I do I do see money from that, but I promise it does not pay my rent. <laughs> yeah, I no. promise you everything I have, it does not pay my fucking rent. <laughs> I wish no. it would pay my rent. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm gonna dog him. Uh, a Spotify royalty check right now barely fills a gallon, uh, you know, a tank of gas. Right, like it's it's a tough day right now. Yeah, I've never even personally received a dollar from the Spotify. Like, any of those royalties, I've never seen them. That, again, that just goes back into record recoup or something. Or it just goes into the band, you know? Because it's it's literally not enough money for anyone to be like, oh, yay, payday. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, 
It's like, yeah, I'll split that. Uh, I'll split that like 150 bucks five ways, and yeah. get nobody anything. Well, then on top of that, like it's five ways within the band, but then we've got management to pay, we've got PR to pay, we've got you know oh, yeah. these other buckets. So realistically, uh, it was nothing in the first place. Yep. Yeah. It's a great e- time. Everything, everything <laughs> about music is like a little bad, if not like the worst, except for just playing it. Like, like playing shows, fucking sick. Uh, worrying about like tours that a band is like the band is going to get, worrying about like merch bill, manager payment booking agent like you just start going down the list and you're like there's a lot of shit involved with yeah. this and i did not think it worked like that when i was like 16 starting yeah no and i don't think i don't think the average kid as i'm gonna say you know i don't think the average kid does they they just assume that well once i get signed everything else is taken care of and it's like no it's it's really not like as bad yeah. as it sucks to think about your band as a business, your band is a business, and you have to look at it that way. Yep. Yep. You basically what you, what you got was a loan. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's let's dive in now. You know, we've talked about kind of the shitty part of of the music industry. Let's dive into the fun part, right? Like, like yeah. you said, you guys are out on tour, but let's talk about Ultra that's coming out as we're talking. Comes out tomorrow. Um, yep. So let's you know, dive into the album a little bit. What does this album mean to you as a real, like, showcase post-COVID? Um, to, to me, so, it's, like, almost, like, so severely self-indulgent, but, like, whatever. Uh, the record's called Ultra because we think it's fucking awesome. <laughs> 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 like, that, that, and that, to me, is... Like, I, I'm hoping that other people see it that way, that, like, they see the title and they're saying, like, oh, fuck, they, they really know they're, they're sitting on something right now. Um, and, that, and that is how I feel, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of the record, and I know the other guys are, too. And um, th- there was so much, like, growth and, like, work that had to get put in to pull off a lot of these songs, um, whether it came down to performance or just, like, um, that, like performance for me or say like just writing some of this this stuff like and um, like working with our producers you know and also our friend Hunter who we pro with to figure out some of the songs that we think were like bigger swings on the record um, what I'm hoping is that like people can actually just look at the record see the title and be like yeah I mean they they're saying they've got some shit let's see let's see what they got you know um i don't necessarily mean that to say that i think like i wrote a perfect record or something like that but i definitely think that i wrote a good one and um i i hope that people maybe maybe, (laughs) and i guess i'm worried that i like overhype someone but i'm just like i hope people go in and they're just like yeah this is gonna be fucking sick (laughs) you know that's that's yeah. to me like, what I'm hoping people can like see and recognize just as we're like leading up. You know, the record comes out in six hours now, something like that. Yeah, and yeah, give or take. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like I'm here. I'm in the moment, and I feel a million different things. And I just hope people look at it and they just know. Yeah, that's gonna be pretty sick. 
Yeah, no, and that, like for me, uh, I obviously didn't know that that's why you guys called it that. But after hearing you say that and after hearing the record, I'm like, okay, like that all makes sense. And I do think it's it's one of the stronger pieces of work that's come out in the last three or four years, honestly. Um, I appreciate and I, that. Yeah, and you know, I I want to kind of warn anybody maybe that hasn't listened to the record by the time they hear this podcast. Uh, you guys don't pull any punches. Like it starts off and kicks you in the fucking face. Like there's no slow build or anything like that. It's just, hey, we're fucking here and we're going. Yep. And uh, that's exactly what we wanted. Uh, the second song almost ended up being the first song, which I feel like was is even more of a fuck you, we're going kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, but I, I'm still happy with how it does start because um, it eff- effectively does the same thing. But like, yeah, I mean, like we really weren't pulling punches and like even from from start to the middle to the end like we wanted to show like everything that we're capable of because the last record the the one that i do not sing on um like there's definitely some dynamics to it um and i i say this more from a listener's perspective because you know fucking i didn't do that but i feel like there's dynamics to it but it does still feel like it does one thing for the most part um Granted, that being a thing I like, or else I wouldn't right. be here in the band now. So, yeah. Um, but I, I definitely feel like that does one thing, and it does it pretty well. Um, but on this record, I feel like we really made those hit home harder, and like with a bigger swing, and then took our chances on like you know other tracks that are like maybe like more synth heavy or electronics heavy and like have like singing in them you know all this stuff i mean two two of the songs are just like ballads kind of thing you know um right so i think specifically we were wanting to come out of the gate showing like you you can't assume what this record is going to sound like from just the singles and you can't assume what the record's going to sound like based off of what you heard from the band before the record um, cause if you do that and I'm like, cool, you are maybe right about like two or three songs, right? The rest, it's just a fuck all. Like we'll do anything and everything if we think it's awesome, you know? So, um, and, and I hope people recognize that and they're just like, God, they, they really, they, they did the most, you know, that's what I'm hoping like people, you know, see when they hear it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking stoked on it, man. <laughs> And, and you should be. I think that's one of the, the best things is about doing this podcast. And I've done music journalism for like 18, 19 years now, something like that. Um, you know, you can always tell when an artist is truly excited about the work that they've put out. And like, you're clearly excited about this because it it's authentic and it's real. I've interviewed people where they're like, mm, I mean, we put the album out that we put out. Like it is, it's not our favorite work or, you know, whatever. And it's like, man, how can you be down on it already? Like it's your yeah. work. Yeah. Dude. And I've I've definitely talked to people that feel that way in, in the same in the same place and time that they're in where they're about to release something and I'm like, dude, are you stoked? And they're like, ah, yeah, you know. I'm like, that's it. I don't get that. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, didn't you make didn't you make this? <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. That, um, and that that blows my mind. Like obviously there's 
a little bit of for most artists there's a little bit of like imposter syndrome right like am i good enough is this good enough whatever and maybe sure. a little bit of nerves because it's it's your art and it's your words going out but at the same time like fuck it it's my shit like let's go have fun exactly and like i mean i i do while i do sound super excited right now don't don't get me wrong 30 minutes after we hang up i'll probably have a moment where i'll be like oh fuck did we fuck up yeah. like <laughs> i'll have i'll have a moment like that and like that is part of it but um you can't you really can tell when someone um like believes in the thing that they made or they or they just look at it and they're like fuck i really did that like you can tell you know some people definitely put out something it's like well yeah we we did another one kind of thing right. um it is another record from blank bands it's exactly what you expect kind of thing and um i i hope i'm never on the end uh, of the spectrum where i'm the person saying that but uh we'll see right now i'm not i i feel i feel awesome about what we did and um and I, and i think it'll hold up i think i think that will hold up uh for the listener as well yeah for sure uh, so something I don't do anymore because I learned a long time ago that I don't want to take any of the songs away from anybody, right? So, like, I don't ask, tell me specifically what, you know, this song is about. Like, I want to know who the girl was that broke your heart and all that shit. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, the beautiful thing about music, we all relate to it in different ways. So somebody may connect to it and be like, man, this is about, like, just chilling with homies and you're still totally. going mm. but it's not you know like yeah. i know what that's really about yeah. um but what i do love to talk about is kind of like the conceptualization of some of the songs so like like you said you guys kind of stretched yourselves in this with the different soundscapes and different elements with synthesizers and going into a little more electronics what song do you think for you was the hardest to figure out the creation of um last song in particular because the last song is like super out of the wheelhouse of something that i'm used to and i would i would say any song on the record that has any singing on it um that's not something i have a lot of experience in and like that it those are moments on the record where i would openly say to anyone I'm like yeah i wrote like 10 percent of that like because like i i needed the help of my producers or in, in a lot of scenarios my own wife because my wife is a genius and a fantastic songwriter herself and i'm able to use that as a resource and be like hey can you help me <laughs> <laughs> um but so the last song in particular though was extremely hard because uh it was introduced to me for the first time to my own ears with three days left in the studio total and i was like cool i'm gonna write this i guess and be so sad the whole time <laughs> like <laughs> trying to figure this song out so um yeah i got i uh i had a hard time with that one especially because it's like just piano and like electronics up to the end and i was just like oh my god i don't even know where to begin with this and i like 
I definitely wrote a good chunk of it, but I still had to lean on like the other guys in the band to like pull it off and like really finish the song because I also was just mentally cooked at the time because I was yeah. like, dude, I just tracked 13 songs and wrote them all here at the same right. time. I am I am burnt kind of thing. Um, so that was definitely the hardest. I was at my breaking point at that point, just being like, oh, my fucking God, all these fucking songs like <laughs> that. That was definitely the hardest. Um and I mean, like that song also like had like a lot of emotional weight for me too. So I'm like, when whenever like a song has like as much weight as that one did for me personally, I was just like, God, I got to make sure I do this right. Like I got to say what I mean, and it needs to come off in the way that I want it to, and that it's like it's supposed to be sorrowful, and it's not. It's definitely not like a shit talking kind of thing. It's actually just a lot of. It, it's more like grief. Right. kind of thing it can feel that way i guess if you were to like take some lines out of context or something like that but no it's like that that whole song is like me you know grieving some people that i love that you know aren't my life anymore um and you know that that's that's hard <laughs> and yeah. also like the act of writing lyrics is like so embarrassing just in and of itself like <laughs> You're just like, oh, okay, I'm going to write all this stuff, and then I'm going to sing it. I'm going to express real quick. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, so, like, it, it's just, that whole thing is a balancing act. But I, I still love that song, and I think it came out great. Yeah, no, and I think, you know, to your point with, like, the embarrassment of, of writing lyrics and then singing them, and, like, especially when it's a song like this where it's authentic and raw emotion, it's like, Hey guys, maybe you don't know, you know, bandmates, maybe you don't know this about me, but here's some fucked up shit I've been through or, you know, here's some sad shit that I miss or whatever. Like we're going to get to know each other real deep right now. <laughs> that's a, that's a very real thing. And it's like a moment that like, um, so not, and not everyone's good at that. Um, and I, I know stories from a multitude of people who talk about like, yeah, I like really wanted to help write that song with this person that we were working on, but I just couldn't get them to tell me what it was about or whatever so that I can like actually really do something that would matter and push the song along kind of thing. So I would have to, yeah, there were so many songs on that record that I would just like, sit down with with lyrics we're like going over the song with randy our producer and like i'm giving it to him and he's like so what's it about like just tell me plain and simple and we just kind of had that relationship where i could just be like sure yeah like and and just lay it out there and you know while it is embarrassing you know if you have someone who's just like listen dude i'm in your corner like we're trying to make something awesome here like just lay it on me then it's not a big deal, you know? It's, it's a dope experience. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, that goes into kind of what we touched on earlier about, like, the team that surrounds you, right? Like, if they're in your corner and on board with you and not just collecting a paycheck, like, they yep. believe in the vision of the band and what you're trying to create, like, all that, it's still not easy, but it comes much easier when you need to say, look, this is what it's about. Like, we have to be serious about this thing. Straight up. And um, it, it's pretty easy to tell who's in your corner and who isn't. And you just got to, 
you know, you figure it out as you go. And I think com- coming coming out with this with this final product, I know that the people in, that were in my corner really, really fought with me in that corner. And it's awesome. It, it's something that I can feel like not just proud of singularly. Like I, I have like these emotions going into this record being released today. And I think a lot about like, you know, just like the people that like got me here, you know, whether that's like our producer, whether it's my other bandmates, my wife, right. My previous bands, whatever. Like I think about that stuff a lot. And like, it's, it's a, it's a dope uh, kind of like culmination of a moment. Like, you know, so it's a, a lot to think about (laughs) yeah no for sure and i think you know like not to get like sappy with it necessarily but it's a healing experience too right like music is a therapy and when you start to kind of express yourself and put yourself out there and then see people that are genuinely like supportive and and care about what you're saying it's like oh so i've been dealing with this shit for 20 years by myself and like i could have just talked to somebody like what the fuck yeah i mean there's that too but (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it it's like whether whether people want to consider it sappy or not it's just like that 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 is what it is and it is how i feel so whatever right uh so the flip side of that that question we've already talked about the hardest song what was the easiest song what one just like you heard it and it was like cool we fucking got it this is done (laughs) uh first song I, I, I had a feeling that. on that. <laughs> I wrote that thing so fast and I did it it literally just like came out of me. Um I had I didn't have to put any effort into it, it felt like. Um and even whenever I'm like presenting the song for the first time as like a, a, a what I consider a finished product, once I was done going over it with Randy, he just like kinda like laughed and turned to me and he's like, No notes, let's record it. So <laughs> It, it was it was just natural. It's super easy. I mean, like the song is like pretty straightforward. You know, it's not like it's not like we're doing acrobatics here or anything. But it did just kind of come out of me, and I was like, yeah, this is this is this is just natural. This is dope. This is easy. Yeah. No. And I had a feeling it it was probably like that one, or I have to count track numbers because it's not listed on here. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, track number seven. Uh, was another one that felt like it was probably a pretty quick, uh, pretty quick track. I guess we could say it. I mean, it's gonna the album's gonna be out by the time this goes out anyway. Yeah. But so uh, one, two, three. Yeah. No, we can say it. Uh, we so, can say whatever we want. There's no one yeah. stopping us here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I I think you know with with opening with Slipstream Annihilation, like a the the title kind of lends itself to being like this just string of consciousness which made me think that maybe it just came out like so quick uh but also like it's like i said earlier you guys didn't pull a punch it's not oh we're gonna slowly build this album for you guys it was hey i'm kicking in the fucking door and you better be ready yep straight up and that's exactly what i wanted and i i think it works i mean just that first like four seconds the way it kicks off is just like fucking okay we're in we're in fifth year 
Yeah. No, and that, that's exactly what happened to me. Like, I remember I had my AirPods in. I was at work. Um, and I have an office job, and it's not a big deal. But, like, AirPods are in and fucking, you know, hit play and go back to, like, get ready to send an email. And it takes that two seconds to buffer or whatever. And immediately I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like, because it yeah. just immediately hits me. And I'm like, I was expecting, like, oh, we're going to do this little slow build. You know, we've got some drums coming in, whatever. And it was just yeah. rip the door off the hinges and we're coming. Yep, absolutely. We, I just didn't think there was another way. <laughs> yeah, no, it. I think it works perfectly. And then, you know, like you said, track two, I Am Above, is another track that probably could have opened the album. But I think the flow between those two, like lyrically and the way the soundscape melds is one of those like okay like here's where we're going to be sitting we're going to take steps back but like the the threshold is up here right exactly and uh, again i wanted i am above to be the first song initially um and even switching it to the way it actually is now on the record i was like listen you're not wrong you're not like me talking to the guys like you're not wrong this is right. this does sound cool, but <laughs> you know I'm like fighting for my idea there. But no, I think those two like do mold so well together because it was gonna be one or the other. You know that was either gonna be the beginning into slipstream or vice versa, and uh, they're definitely like a bit of a pair just sonically and how and how they fit on the record. Even when we were considering other stuff for potentially the beginning. It's like, yeah, those two go together no matter what. Yeah, no, and I, I totally agree with that. Um, and not, you know, in a way that I'm just trying to blow smoke up your ass and, you know, whatever. It's, yeah. I really can, can see that, that consciousness and that thought process for like, well, this one should go first. But again, hearing it in this order, I'm like, yeah, it, it could have, but I don't know which way is the right way. But I don't think it yep. matters either. In a, in... So um, no, no. let's go into, I, I, I think one of my favorite songs on the album uh, is going to be Uncreated Waste. And I don't know exactly why I've gravitated to that song. But let's talk a little bit about that and kind of your, your overarching concept with this. Yeah, I mean that is that seems to be a regular favorite like um like anyone who has you know the record right now because um we've had some people like tweet at us and say like yo that's that is a that is the song and you know stuff like that and i'm like that's actually kind of surprising uh that song uh apparently has existed in the band's like google drive like demo folder for like five years and it's like, and it just kind of like finally got finished and rounded out as we went in. And yeah, I mean, dude, that track's awesome. Um, something about it is like, so something about it has like exactly what I want from just like a standard, like heavy ass metalcore song. And the last breakdown is just hilarious because <laughs> it, it does the thing where like the guitar hands like dig it in dig it in dig it in dig it in dun, 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 dude i'm like it's so heavy it's so yeah. stupid and, and that's 
that's not a new trick. You know, I, I can think of like 10 bands off the top of my head. I'm like, that did exactly that. But if it ain't broke, we, we don't fix it. Right. No, I don't think and, there was any need to. <laughs> and yeah, I, I do like that song a lot. I, I was surprised to see how many people thought that that was a highlight track. Cause like I, I made in blah, blah, blah words. Um, <laughs> Maybe I'm pretentious and just thought like some of the other songs are like more interesting, but I also am like, yeah, it's undeniable. It just, it's it's fast, it's short, and it definitely doesn't overstay its welcome. You know, that's, yeah, that's a good no, one. And that that may be why that it hits so hard is like there are definitely songs on this album that are much deeper, like concepts and lyrically and you know soundscape even. But I think this song, just like you said it, it's like the quintessential like metalcore song. So it's easy to go, cool, I don't fucking care anymore. Like, let's just have fun right here. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's awesome. I mean, it even comes in with like the little hammer on riff, like, you know, that stuff always has done it for me. But yeah, I, I love that song. There, there are other songs I'm hoping people latch on to, but that's definitely a good one. Yeah. That's actually a perfect segue into one of the questions I love asking when artists are dropping new records. Uh, it's a two-part question. So number one is, what song do you think people are going to latch on to when they hear the whole record? And number two of that is, what song do you want them to latch on to? The song that I think people will latch on to... I think they're going to latch on to Slipstream just because it's the first track and it is a good song. Um, the song that I want them to latch on to, the one I really hope like hits and like we're just like, okay, this one's a hit. We can play this forever is Damage. That song is super fun and we're playing it on this tour right now and have been the whole time. No one knows what it is yet, and but we're just like, yo, this song has like everything that we like in a live setting because it's been going over really well for us live, even though no one knows what song it is. Right. And um, so, so I hope that one people like. I think that song has the best lyrics on the on the entire record too. So I'm just like, yeah, I want people to like that. Whereas like uncreated waste is like. Those aren't my worst lyrics, but I don't think they're my best. But also, I don't get to choose what people like. So Right. Right. No. I the reason I like that question though is it's always it's always fun to then go back and look at like streams and stuff like that and be like, ah, you know, we were right on what we thought was gonna happen, or like Yeah. I was talking to an artist, man, it's been like a year ago, and we, we did that question. And it was reversed. The song that he thought people were going to latch onto, like nobody was touching. But the one that he yep. wanted them to latch onto is the one that they were hooked on. And he's like, how the fuck did that happen? Like, yeah, it shouldn't be that way. <laughs> yeah, no, it never is. Um, and yeah, it's, it's typically never that way. Everyone, every artist's like song they want people to like, typically no one gives a shit about. And right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is hilarious. But um yeah, I, I hope people latch on to the songs I want them to. Um, I know that not all of these songs are going to get played by us forever or anything. Right. Um, but 
out of the ones that I'm like, I want to play this one for basically ever. It's fucking awesome. I hope I hope damage makes its way through and people are like, yeah, this song's awesome. Because that's why we started playing it, because it's it's kind of like a, a, a fave for everyone in the band. Um, that and I'm above. I hope I'm above catches on and people are like, yeah, this song's awesome. That that's probably more for your own vindication, though, right? Like, see, guys, I told you this should have been up there on the uh, number one spot on the album, right? Dude, absolutely. <laughs> and like, we also like, you know, whenever we're like picking singles for the record and stuff, like, that's a hard thing to do, you know. Like, oh, I'm gonna pick the first song for people to listen to that is a glimpse into the whole like actual thing that I made, and this one song has to sell people enough to keep them interested to want to hear more right yeah um so whenever we chose reverence i'm like i felt pretty confident about that pick it was my first pick um and then i am above didn't get picked as a single and i was like guys come on (laughs) come on um and yeah i mean i would have chosen so many songs from the record to be singles like it could have been the first two tracks it could have been damage uh you know there's it could have been uh the track after damage by your love that could have been a single like there there are a number of them and i'm just like i just i hope people can catch on to all of it but yeah damage that's my one i'm like i i think i think we went off on that one well hopefully everybody agrees because you know that's one of those things like you said it's a little on the selfish side because you just want to play it forever but like at the same time like going to a show i want the artist playing songs that they want to play because that's more energy i don't want you up there playing the song that fuck we have to play this again like let's just go through the motions exactly yeah so um I think that's basically everything I've got for you on this this episode. I'm sure we'll be talking more in the the future, but um, let's touch on, you know, you guys are out on tour. Things are kind of close to wrapping up now. Um, What's the rest of 2022 look like for you as far as, you know, obviously this album's dropping, but what else do you have on the the books? Um, So we did actually just confirm a tour uh, like a week ago. Uh, it's going to be like a lot of like Midwest, East Coast and like Southeast stuff um, with two really awesome bands. I can't say who yet, um, but <laughs> they are they are awesome. And the tour is going to be big and it's going to be great. Um, we're doing that. And then um, towards like the end of the year, more so probably like October, November, like we're looking at maybe doing uh, a co-headlining thing with some friends of ours. Um, that band, the Callous Dow Boys, that's, you know, we're trying to figure out something with them because we've been wanting to play with them for quite some time. Um, that's that's kind of what we're looking at tour-wise for the rest of the year. We're, we're like, you know, we're, we're trying to think of other things that we can do um, just to kind of like, you know, keep keep interacting with people, keep pushing the record, you know, new ways to just keep keep uh, keep us in people's ears um but we're definitely touring hard for the rest of the year and i know our biggest goal off uh, our biggest goal for this record is to get this band into europe and like other places in the world than just the states because 
the band hasn't left the States yet. And uh, right before COVID hit, the band was going to go on tour in Europe. And then everything shut down two weeks before the flights took off. So we uh, we desperately want to go uh, overseas and uh, start playing to some of those people and trying to grow the band there as well. And it would just be huge. Huh? And I, uh, I want it. And also, if, yeah. if uh, whoever works on, like, the soundtrack for Devil May Cry, like, whenever you guys are making the sixth <laughs> one, if you just want to fucking hit me up, like, that's, that's, a solid that's something. I, I want that. That would, that would be nice. So, whoever you are, if you're listening to this, I, I plug you in every single interview I ever do. You will find me, and I will find you. Please. so that's a question i've not done in a long time i used to do those sorts of like you know if you could put your music in any tv show or movie or whatever like obviously devil may cry but like what are some video games that you're like this is where we want to be you know because obviously the old goal used to be madden right like everybody wanted to be on the madden soundtrack yeah that's all went to shit now so what's what's on your plate um, definitely Devil May Cry. I would love to see us. Um, I'd love to be in like a first person shooter of some sort. Um, I, I mean, like, you know, my heart says doom, but they, they're, they're holding it down on their soundtrack. I don't necessarily know if we can bring anything new to the table. <laughs> um, but def, definitely I'm like, I want to be in an awesome action game. Like if, if someone were to remaster Metal Gear Rising and like change any of the soundtrack, like plug me, please, because yeah. like I love that shit. And yeah, def- definitely just any action game. Awesome. Uh, so obviously, I'll I'll tag all the socials. But where can people find you online? Where's the best place to interact with you guys? Best place to interact with us is Twitter or Instagram for sure. Definitely Twitter more so than Instagram even. Uh, we're pretty active on there, uh, be it our individual socials or the band itself. Um, so yeah, Vatican GA, that's, you know, that's Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, I mean, if you're fucking with the record at all, like shoot us a message, shoot us a tweet, whatever. I'll tell you, I appreciate you because I do. Um, and yeah, I also just want to know what people think of it maybe even if they hate it so (laughs) in a constructive way though right like don't just tell me it's a shit album give me reasons it's a shit album yeah like if you're just like yeah this album shit i'll be like well fuck thine self like whatever (laughs) like i I fucking rock fuck you (laughs) yeah but if you could come to me and be like hey man i think you guys messed up the guitars here it should have been this like Okay, maybe I'll take that into consideration on on next album. But if you just come into it bullshitting me, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome, man. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, I'll I'll be staying in touch. And uh, you said Midwest. I'm in Indiana. So hopefully you'll be swinging through uh, in a time where I'm available. uh, And we'll we'll do this in person and, you know, get some... Concert photography, all that shit, and, you know, have a good old time, man. Yeah, dude, that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate your time, uh, you know, get a little bit of vocal rest before the show, I guess, and uh, yeah, have fun, man. 
Awesome, dude. Appreciate you. Awesome. But yeah, thank you. Good night. You too. And that was my conversation with Mike of the band Vatican. Um, really hope you guys dug that one. This is an again an incredible album. It's called Ultra. It is out now, so be sure you jump over, go stream it, go you know buy it, all that fun stuff. Um, like Mike and I kind of talked about, you know, the best way to support a band is to see them out on tour, pick up merch, things like that. Um, definitely. Pay attention to their socials. As always, I will have the social media uh, platforms and everything linked in the description of this podcast so you'll know where to find them. Um, and yeah, again, just huge shout out and thank you to Mike for rescheduling, um, doing this interview on a show day, and you know just generally being a badass. So um, that's everything for this episode. Uh, I've got a ton of stuff, guys. Ton of stuff worked up already. A lot of interviews coming uh, over the next couple weeks. Some really cool names. Um, I am still looking for some help uh, in the merchandise department. So, if you or someone you know is a artist of some sort, um, preferably in a digital medium, uh, so that I can make t-shirts and shit, uh, but if you're a graphic designer, illustrator, artist, whatever, um, and potentially interested in collaborating and working on some designs, hit me up uh, either on Instagram, uh, which is where I'm most active, or Facebook, and we'll see what we can figure out, uh, possibly collaborating with and whatnot. Um, I have some cool ideas. I just do not have the artistic talent to pull them off. So, uh definitely get in touch with me because I would love to put up some new merch and yeah uh, again concert season in full swing in most areas and I don't talk about this super super often so if you're still listening please keep listening uh, your hearing is fucking super important do not think that you are too cool or too young to near need earplugs um, you know I did that for far too long and I have definitely fucked up my hearing. Uh, so now for the last couple years, um, I use Eargasm earplugs. I have the high fidelity model. And if you jump over to their website, their shop and use promo code, you make the scene, you'll get 10% off of your order. They have tons of different options and styles depending on what you're into. Um, and yeah, they're hands down the best earplugs I've ever used. So be sure to check them out. That's everything for this week, guys. Remember, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and you make the scene.